0: Uh, What we, what I usually talk about and what we've talked about in one previous conversation was we start out with with a claim and then we uh, we explore that a little bit and um, see what that's all about. So, um, and we kind of talked a little bit in the, in that one post. Um, So we kind of began that process kind of a little bit, but I think we should just kind of start fresh and start things all over again so so your claim was that um simulation theory is true that was the claim no that wasn't the claim okay you know what i'm gonna make you make the claim because i'm not the one making the claim so you can go ahead and. i'm gonna try to recap and we're just gonna we're gonna start here obviously but uh okay so what I understood you say was that information is the fifth state of matter. Dark matter is information, and then with these two statements, uh, if those statements are true, then simulation theory is most likely to be true. Is that pretty accurate. Right. I got That's it? pretty okay. accurate. Okay. All right, and then I what did I ask? I asked, uh, information is the fifth state of matter. What does that mean? Before I interrupted you.
1: Okay. It means that information literally has mass, has weight. Um, what I re- understand based on what I read, and I'm not a physicist and so <laughs> it's a very layman understanding, but is if you were to take digital um digital information that you could weigh that by, you know, basically measuring a hard drive. Right. However, the problem right now is that the method in or the method to measure it that accurately doesn't exist. They it's something called a, I wrote it down, something called a, um, Oh, something, oh, something called a inferrometer. infer, I-N-F-E-R-O-M-E-T-E-R would be necessary in order to do these complex measurements. And so this Dr. Bobson out of uh, Portmouth University, I guess, is currently working on that.
0: Okay.
1: But that's his hypothesis is that information literally has weight. And his further hypothesis is that it is what dark matter is.
0: Okay, so this is his hypothesis, right? Uh, So there's not a accurate way to measure um, this information. I suppose it's not with our current technology. Is that kind of what he says? You're saying, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we don't really know if information is the fifth. State of matter. No, oh, okay.
1: no. I mean, it's okay. not. I I don't mean to be conclusive. I mean, gotcha. I'm I'm very agnostic about everything, so I gotcha. don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I guess how confident are you? Are you like very, very like high, highly confident, somewhat confident, uh, kind of sort of?
1: Um, about his theories, I'm. I don't know that I have great confidence in his theories, but I feel like that's the right track. So okay. this is where like his like the science kind of you know, begins to morph into my spiritual beliefs. So when I can say my spiritual, of my spiritual beliefs, my confidence is pretty high and getting higher. Um, So maybe 70%. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. If you didn't have your spiritual beliefs, do you think your confidence would be so high?
1: No, no. I mean, no, I've been spending my whole life trying to figure out things that I've experienced that have no, that have no, no, explanation, and so that's what's led me to this okay. stuff. <laughs> hmm.
0: Interesting. So if there, if you don't have, Lisa, can you repeat that one more time? That last
1: part. Which, sure. That I've been spending my entire life trying to make sense of supernatural experiences that have no that have no explanation
0: and so that have no explanation
1: and i like science and so i you know i kind of just began with like oh you know what it kind of started with what the bleep do we know are you familiar okay so it was a documentary in, like i think it was like 2010 2006 but based on a book and it's it's basically like some woo scientists, I mean, they're scientists, but it's really far French and they're talking about, um, how everything is ridiculously crazy. So they're talking about like, you know, like an experiment they did where they talk about, um, how observing something changes the outcome, which is, you know, yeah. So stuff like that, but then taking it further into a more like you can control the universe kind of. Thing, rather than just leaving it as the okay.
0: known science. Okay, that yep. sounds kind of interesting. Um, hmm. if, if you have an experience that doesn't have an explanation, um, hmm. does that mean that there's something supernatural happening? Or no, that doesn't Okay, I didn't think you were saying that, but I just wanted to 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 see um, if we don't have an explanation for something, what is the best way to determine uh, what the cause or the explanation is
1: science can I can I give you an example? Can I give you an example?
0: yeah, sure absolutely I okay. Have examples
1: okay, so I've you know I've always been into witchcraft and stuff like that, but um but not really seriously. Then in about 2005, I started seeing apparitions. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and there's white ghosty lady sitting on my bed, stroking my husband's hair. (laughs) And I'm like, what the heck?" And so I get up and I follow her out and she just goes through a wall. So for this whole, like, I don't know, maybe three or four months, these things start happening more and more frequently at the same time i started to have sleep paralysis a lot i've always experienced sleep paralysis but it began to be like a really like every time i would fall asleep i would immediately go into sleep paralysis and i would have crazy dreams yeah so the first thing i did was be like okay either my house is haunted or i'm crazy so let's start with crazy. And I went to the library back then it was a library. I went to the library and I started reading about sleep disorders because I had remembered something I'd read in a class. And that's how I discovered I'm narcoleptic. <laughs> so in that case, the apparitions I was seeing were not ghosts. They were something called hypnagogic hallucinations, which is basically a half dream, half waking thing oh. that if you're in. If your, if your brain goes into REM sleep too quickly, which narcoleptics do, then you're dreaming before your body is actually totally asleep. So dreams become part of your waking life, and your body is paralyzed because that's what it does when you're in dream. When you're in REM, you get paralyzed. That
0: that sounds a little terrifying, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, very. I mean, I would have like these these like it would be like I'd hear sirens, or I would dreaming that the house is burning down, and I had to get up and run and save my daughter, but I couldn't get up, and so. And then it would happen again and again and again. It's terrifying. Um, so it took me like four years, but I finally got a narcolepsy diagnosis. Oh. And um, yeah, good, good. <laughs> So that's 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 not supernatural. That's just <laughs> yeah, neural.
0: I, I actually do experience some sleep paralysis every once in a while myself. Um, it's it's pretty rare for me. It's like once every several several months. But
1: from what I read, if you if you experience sleep paralysis upon falling asleep. That's always narcolepsy. If you experience sleep paralysis upon waking, yep. that's normal and it happens every yep. every once in a while.
0: And that would be me when waking, yeah. Yep.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. diagnosed you yeah. okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, I think that's probably a fair di- diagnosis. I don't I don't okay. think anything too serious is wrong. Okay. Okay, let's uh I guess let's uh go on to to dark matter is information.
1: Oh, that's the one I'm the least firm on, but okay, okay. sure.
0: <laughs> well, um, I guess I I kind of have a grasp at what dark matter is, but not very firm. And um, yeah. what that means, what it would mean that it is information I'd be super less firm about, because I have no idea what that would, that would entail. I'm pretty unsure, right. so...
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm not that much more sure, actually, because um, I, 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 you know, I've been trying since I posted the thing about it in the group, mm-hmm. I have been trying to find the skeptic's response to this Dr. Vobson. And I've Googled it every which way that I can think of um, Dr. Vobson, pseudoscience, Dr. Vobson, mm-hmm. masses, you know, information is mass plus skeptic. And um, I'm not getting anything, okay. anything. So um you know, I, I, I the science and the math is over my head, and I don't know. As far as like dark matter, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I just saw a video recently said it's named wrong. It shouldn't be dark matter. It should be Henry or Wanda because we have no idea what it is. <laughs> that was that was his joke, you know, because it's not actually matter if we can't measure it, right? So, so you can't really call it matter. It's just something that makes up what did he say 85% of the universe oh no 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 he said that 85% of the universe the is <laughs> we don't know where the energy came from where the matter came from that's what sure
0: gotcha <laughs> so i guess let's let's take a look at this so simulation theory is likely to be true in your in your opinion i suppose If um, if dark matter is information, and if information is the fifth state of matter, are these your only reasons for uh, believing that simulation theory is?
1: No, not at all. Um,
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so maybe I should just, like, rather than try to be a scientist because I'm not a scientist, And I'm completely open to changing my opinions and my theories based on the change in science. Um, I'll just give you my spiritual rundown of it. Okay. Okay? Okay.
0: Actually, before we get into that, out of curiosity, which of your reasons for thinking that simulation theory might be... Well, actually, before we even get there, what is your confidence that simulation theory is true? Is it uh, very likely to be true... Mm, not I think difficult. it is.
1: I think it depends on how you define simulation theory, but I think some
0: form of very of simulation theory is very like. How, how do you define it? I, I guess. What's your definition?
1: Um, well, I I think it's easiest to look at it in terms of a video game. You know, okay. I, I like RPGs myself, um, but I don't think that we're actually literally a video game. Like, I don't think that there's some kid playing us on a, on a PlayStation somewhere. <laughs> You know, um, but I play one of my favorite games is Detroit Become Human. Okay. And the storyline is that there are androids about 15 years from now that become sentient and gain free will. And they do this when when they become deviant, they have to break through a mental wall. And it's like physical things they have to punch and, you know, and push through their through their programming in order to make their own decisions. So but yet they can't break out of the code of the game. So even if they become sentient within the parameters of the game, they're still coded into the game and they can't exit the game with us.
0: So they can be aware of themselves, but they can't actually leave the game.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Right. And so that's kind of how I see simulation. Like I see that we there is there is, uh, I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead and ask me a question.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Okay. So, and then um, I think you said your confidence was it's like likely or very likely?
1: Yeah. I think very likely. Yeah, Very likely.
0: Okay, cool. All right. And of so you have like the like kind of like the spirituality on this side. You got the um, science, I guess you could say on this side. Mm-hmm. which holds more weight in um simulation theory being true spirituality science
1: oh for me, for me personally um i would like to say science but i think realistically probably spirituality it's it's the same thing as any religion really because the reason that i want it to be true is because then i'm immortal we're all immortal. <laughs> There's more beyond just this physical life. Um, and you know, I've had a lot of trauma in my life, and I feel like a lot of my life has been stolen from me. So if I can somehow uh, rearrange the code to my own life, then I can, you know, have new power. Wow. Does
0: that make sense? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, actually.
1: It's the same reason I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no.
1: He, I didn't. It's the same reason I worship a ancient war goddess. I don't know if she exists. I'm not. My claim isn't that she exists in reality. It's that she exists as a. I mean, I think she does, but mm-hmm. in a different dimension. Whatever. If she exists as a um, focal point. You know, like I. The energy. She is the energy that I needed. The the Morgan, and,
0: yeah. Elmore. If you were, and I'm not saying this, this is the case, but if you were to find out that, um, that we are not a simulation of any kind, and, um, and maybe even this this goddess uh, isn't true, going to Not saying that, any, not making that, any, right, uh, right. Yeah. Do you think that you could still have find power in your life? Do you think you could still have meaning, happiness?
1: Oh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd have to come up with a new, a new theory. (laughs) theory. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What, What if your your
0: new theory was that you couldn't determine what was outside of what you could observe? You know, with your
1: that there wasn't anything outside of what I could observe, or that there I could never know
0: that you could never know.
1: Oh, I'm comfortable with that
0: idea. Okay.
1: Awesome. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's why I think that I identify first as an agnostic. Sure. I don't
0: That <laughs> we don't know anything for, for absolute certainty. Sur- sure. yeah. Right. Fair enough. Okay. So, with regards to simulation theory, what could uh, make you more confident that it is, in yeah. fact, uh, true that we are living in a simulation?
1: Um, Dr. Bobson's hypothesis being made into a theory. Um, you know, someone pointed out in the comments on the page the other day that, that, you know, scientific hypothesis, there's, there's always someone new trying to say this is the origin of the universe. This is, you know, and it happens and it's been debunked, but it, you know, it takes a long time. And he was absolutely right about that. It does. Um, so, but you know, this is not a new concept. Einstein said that matter doesn't exist. And um who else was it? Um oh Pi the what's that math guy's name? The old Greek the Greek math guy? Pythere Pi Py- what's his name? Pytherian? Pi Py- Pi Py somebody? The triangle guy. A- yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just that like the concept of of everything being um in the mind, of mind being over matter has been around for a Time.
0: okay so if uh to kind of summarize what you said if uh perhaps if we had some way to test uh his hypothesis and the test was positive for the hypothesis that would increase your confidence
1: of course i mean obviously science works as you have to you know, do it again, and again, yeah. And again yeah, and yeah yeah, one time isn't enough. yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean and you know mathematics if i understood it there's something called Euler's formula about absolute zero or perfect zero or something and about how that somehow proves that nothing exists and it proves that zero exists and it's way over my head I don't get it but for those of you who get it maybe okay. right. it's <laughs> over my head <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: what would uh, reduce your confidence
1: um, you know that proven to be incorrect like there's being a you know, if it,
0: and uh, what I'm wondering is why why would simulation theory be more likely to be true if these two statements um, were true that information is the fifth state of matter and dark matter is information. I know we're kind of going off of uh, going back into the science. I know you said you yeah. were in the spirit trap. Yeah. No, so... later, but...
1: yeah. Um, the way I... Oh, sorry. Are you done? Dan? Okay. The way I understand it is that because dark matter is so... There's so much of it. It literally makes up the physical universe. Mm-hmm. And so if that matter is is actually information then information makes up the universe okay. and information is math or frequency which is math which is like a series of zeros and ones which is code does
0: um, yeah if uh if we were made out of just information let's let's say that that all matter is Information, ones and zeros, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I guess in a, in some sense maybe DNA is kind of like a code, or at least sorta. Yeah,
1: like absolutely. Yeah.
0: So does that make simulation theory more likely?
1: I think so. Yeah, because I mean, it's like so the the collider, you know, the atom collider. So they, I guess, the theory used to be that you know you would get to a point where where you had a tiny yet solid piece of matter, right? And there was a basic shape. And now they have realized that, it is, that you can, can keep colliding and keep colliding until it's only energy. Okay. And so, and then, you know, down at that level, at that kind of quantum level, everything is holographic. Nothing actually touches Um. I, you know, so it just doesn't, it doesn't, that works for me. I mean, I understand that to an extent. And then our, our senses evolved to live in a physical world. So we don't see reality as it might actually be. We see reality as it's needed for us to see it in order to survive. But like, if you look at color, you have, you know, the reason that you see something is yellow is because of its frequency. If something is green. is because of its frequency. Frequency is math. You change a little bit of the formula and you get a different color mm-hmm. and it's just math it's just code
0: for someone <laughs> who who might uh, kind of be on the opposite side who might say simulation theory is not true what what do you think they would say about like the um like, let, let's say they also accepted that everything was information. Let's say all atoms are information, all cells, every everything mm-hmm. is information. But they still didn't think that simulation theory was true. What, mm-hmm. what do you think they'd say about everything being information? How do you think they'd like reconcile that? I guess might be the right word.
1: I don't really think it needs to be reconciled because that's. I mean, that's the starting assumption. And, you know, that, that's, that's normal. I'm the one that has to reconcile my beliefs, you know, okay. but, but, you know, look at like calories, calories are energy, right? And each one is assigned a different value. Mm-hmm. Protein has four and carbohydrates have four and fat has six or something like that. I could be wrong. And anyway, so food doesn't disappear. It becomes energy, but that's the same thing that happens in all ecosystems. There's no, it, you know, it makes sense that, it was just a replenishing system It has nothing to do with anything sure. you yeah. Know.
0: yeah 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 i guess how could we determine whether i mean i, I know i'm kind of go a little over, overboard and i say like uh what if everything was co- information or you know but i'd like to go with that assumption just like everything is information
1: that I, that's what I think. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, okay. You think been great. I'm not going <laughs> <Yes>. overboard.
1: <laughs> I thought no, I was kind of going
0: saying. a little too extreme there. But oh
1: no, let, no that's what I think. Let, yeah.
0: let, let's say okay. Everything is information. How could we determine if that means that we're living in a simulation, or how do we differentiate that from that just being how the universe works?
1: That's a good question. Let's see. Um, I think you wrapped my brain in a pretzel. Let's see. Um, so how do we do? De- I mean, I don't know that you can. I don't know. I think the science is beyond me. So I'm not can you restate the question a little bit?
0: How can we determine? Like we're going to the, the assumption that everything is code. How do uh-huh. we determine if that means we're in a simulation? Or if that's just how our universe happens to work, like that's how. Well, I think
1: I think I would need a, a better a, a better um, explanation of how that is our you know, how that makes our universe. So I think that's what's the missing. It's kind of the missing link, right? So if you tell me that if if it we're to find that simulation theory is not correct, there's no there's really no basis for it at all. There would have to be another theory to take its place. So like what is dark matter? What does it do? What's its what is its purpose? And how is it part of reality? Um I I don't think that I would necessarily think there that that changed my mind until I've heard a better argument. Okay. okay. <clears throat>
0: Interesting. Um one thing that i I'm kind of reminded it kind of reminds me of and you can tell me if this is something similar or something completely different if i'm way out in left field just say you're way out in left field but um, i I kind of remember maybe there was a time i mean not that i was alive but maybe reading about it in books when people looked up to the sky and saw you know lightning and they, they didn't know that there were certain natural phenomenons that caused that lightning you know Mm-hmm. Electrons and different, you know, you know about mm-hmm. it, <laughs> right? And they used to think that maybe there was a god up there that was throwing, you know, lightning bolts. Um, right. Do you think that they should accept that theory of uh, a god throwing lightning bolts until someone comes up with another theory, or should they? I
1: mean, there. Well, should they? I mean, I, I don't know. It depends on their. I guess it's a if you're scared of the God throwing, throwing lightning bolts and you don't want him to throw one at you, then I guess that would be one way that you deal with your anxiety is to give him some offerings or, you know, whatever. So that hopefully he doesn't throw one at you. And then, you know, at the end of your life, you'll be like, Thor has protected me forever. I was never once struck by lightning, (laughs) but, um, but that, you know, whether they would need to, I, I don't, necessarily think so but they might think they need to
0: i guess i should clarify what i mean by should Uh, because that's that can mean a lot of different things in a bunch of different situations to a bunch of different people when i said should i guess i meant like if they want to know what is true
1: oh right um no i think that you know the way people have known what is true for ever is to try to look inward you know aside from science so you you take science or what is known about the world and what you're told about the world, and then you look inward from there mm-hmm. and um you know from monks putting themselves in isolation to uh you know that's what the ancient druids used to like cocoon themselves up in a little hut and experience zero like you know zero sensory input mm-hmm. or whatever until they had hallucinations or so? dmt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That
0: could be fun, but <laughs> um do you think someone could could look inward, you know, maybe go into an isolation chamber and you know chill out? That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. You think that they could go in there and then come out and come to a conclusion that is
1: untrue? Of course. Okay. I mean, you know, we believe like you know, like I said at the beginning, I I have my beliefs because they help me to navigate life. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly trying to to see if I can defend them. And that's why I'm here. I want to be able to defend my beliefs because I don't want to believe something stupid. Well, I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, I used to be a not to say Christian and stupid, but I used to be a born again Christian. And, mm-hmm. And then I was like a Wiccan for a while, and now I don't like either of those. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Do you you think you could navigate life if you were to find out, not saying that any of it is untrue, but if you were to find out that that some or all of your beliefs about whatever were untrue, do you, you think you still could navigate life?
1: I mean, of course, I think it would be sad. I mean, Maybe. I think there, you know, there's different kinds of people, and some people don't really need that in their lives, mm-hmm. and some people aren't—they're they, happy with, they're content with what is real and what is here. I'm—I'm I'm not that person. I was preaching in the second grade in the sandbox. <laughs> yeah, my, I remember both you of my—yeah, <laughs> both of my grandfathers were preachers. Um, I didn't know them very well, but both of them were preachers, and so it's possibly genetic, but. Sure. <laughs>
0: Um, so you think it's something that you you do actually need? Is that what I'm I? About?
1: I mean, I need it. Maybe I won't need it in the future. Um, like okay. you know, but I, I I need it now. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: So maybe if you were to find a different uh, way to navigate uh, navigate your life, then perhaps you wouldn't need the.
1: Please. Perhaps for me, it's okay. more just—it's for me—it's just more about answering the unknown questions. So if okay. you know, if you if you answer a question, then I'm going to have another question, and I want that one answered.
0: So that strikes me as an interesting thing for you to say. um Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> that sounds kind of weird no, okay. to say. But <laughs> no, that's okay. You said that uh, you're agnostic on most things, or mm-hmm. at least. You don't have absolute certainty on anything. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now, what did you say? You said that you always want an answer to a question? Okay.
1: Right, but I haven't haven't found any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the problem. There's not any answers. <laughs> well, I have found answers. Like, I found out I wasn't an empath. There's an answer, yeah. right? I found out why, why I am so intuitive. That's an answer. Oh, and I have ADHD. So that's part of my intuition as well it's like a thing for us oh <laughs> but um anyway so you know it, so maybe there'll be other answers i mean certainly there'll be other answers in the future and the things i'm saying today i'll be like oh no i was completely wrong i mean hopefully because that's what growth is
0: yeah
1: yeah that's <laughs> good yeah